3: Step up to the plate and get the best lines in baseball with William Hill Sportsbook. When you play with our money lines, you win more when you're right. So sign up today and start betting risk-free. Download the William Hill mobile app and your first bet of up to $500 is risk-free using promo code RADIO-RF.
1: New users only. Must be 21
3: years or older and present in Virginia to bet. Paid in free bets. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. William Hill Sportsbook. Let's make it interesting.
1: Hello, my name is Dave Hanreddy and there will be No Encore. Welcome to episode 130 of the No Encore Music Podcast. I'm recording this off my phone because I'm not in a studio at the moment. It's the day after the night before, Electric Picnic 2018 is in the books, and I'm a very, very tired boy. So, uh, No Encore performed as part of the festival uh, at the Ahir podcast tent in the minefield on Sunday and uh, it went really well, we're all very happy with it, particularly with those who came out to see us, our amazing guests May Kay and our guest co-host Dahi, and a, a major shout out to the Irish Times who named us as the best podcast at the festival, which was a really really uh, wonderful thing to see, and I got the news of this happening when I had just seen The Blaze, so I was rather high on life at the time and it really put it over the top. So yeah, a bit fragile and delicate today. ...as I try and get back to some uh, something approaching normality. So, yeah, um, this is a live show. and um, Thus, it might sound a bit ramshackle, but uh, we've had a list and we think it sounds releasable to the public. Uh, thanks so much, as always, to our superb Sonic architect, Eve Murray, for doing her job. And, yeah, so uh, we'll be back at the end of the week with a brand new show that we're going to record this week. And for now... This is No Encore Live at Electric Picnic 2018, the best goddamn podcast at the festival. Paper of Record said it, it's gotta be true. My name is Dave Hanrody, and there will be no encore at Electric Picnic. Hello. Thank you for coming. appreciate it. It's Sunday at Electric Picnic, and I feel very, very tired. Uh, if you don't know the show, we are a weekly music podcast. Uh, we review music, generally quite disparagingly, I would say. And uh, as you can see from that graphic up there, the, there's a bit of a, a bit of an imposter syndrome situation going on because one of our members, Craig Patrick, couldn't be here today. So in his stead, it's the wonderful, and also stand up and show off this T-shirt. Dahio everybody. Give it up. With imposter. the greatest. I'm doing you a favour. I'm <laughs> no, in. No, no, Craig is the imposter. <laughs> oh, I see, yeah, I, see, I, I see, I see, I see, I see. And good. of course, as always, my glamorous assistant, Cullen O'Regan. Hey, <laughs> <you> Dan, <doing>, brother? <laughs> How are you? And as mentioned, my name is Dave Hanready and I've been here for a couple of days, so I'm here to answer all of your electric picnic questions, basically. You're an expert now. Yeah, I feel like I'm an expert now. I took
3: four years off the festival, and I've come back. And that's I right. feel a, he had a festival hiatus for a good few years. He's, he's very, very posh. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do anything. It's not about
1: it. being posh. <laughs> it's it's about being sensible and having the life sucked out of you from working for a publication that won't be named for several years. Okay, okay. But, uh,
5: I just kind of realized after seven electric picnics that I don't react well to anything that's not a pocket sprung mattress, and, <laughs> and that's why I decided to only come down this morning. Oh man, the inflatable
3: mattress is great I, I, would, I would stay in an inflatable mattress as long as I possibly could it's, it's amazing, I love it It's really, really good The you weather's should, been amazing it's, like, it's It's been okay It's been a good return to festival It's been great right? it's, it's been yeah. fine, yeah uh, you, should fun.
1: Try, you should try staying in a, in a haunted mansion for, for the weekend But instead of talking about that We're going to go straight to our special guest who's just walked in It's Woo! Mary Kay Garrity Mary Kay, hello <laughs> Hey. Hello
2: Okay. That was beautifully it
1: was. There's a there's a live microphone there for you.
2: Hi guys, how you doing? The uh, host everyone. of other voices
1: this weekend. Yeah. Playing last yeah. night with the galaxy. And yeah. how's your voice today?
2: Oh, great! Everything's brilliant. <laughs> no, everything's perfect.
1: Well, you look amazing. So,
2: <gasps> Dave, <laughs> thank you. Uh,
1: how's it How's it all been for you? So you're holding down the amazing. church. We were there yesterday. It was very sweaty.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. I'm. I will never get over that Kojak gig. They're just. Yeah, yeah.
3: I heard it was incredible.
2: Oh my god! Amazing.
3: We were there for the Secret gig just before that as well, and that was absolutely incredible as
2: well. Dermis. Uh, no secret. It was actually Just before Kojak died, Oh excuse so. me Excuse me sorry She's now, catching sorry. you out man You were at Leap Obviously at the time How did I that was go for you the time. How that are was, you
3: That was fantastic I had a great time It was brilliant It was brilliant um, But the um, secret gig Was incredible like, oh Just at the start She, she announced uh, What song was it that she, uh, she was talking about Her song Dynamite
1: Which led yeah. one fan In the front row To burst into tears Before she started singing and, and then she gave her a hug, right? Popped down and gave her a hug. And it was then, an
3: incredible moment. It was great. Yeah,
1: then later on, she was playing the Electric Arena where uh, people started crying or, or started singing back to her and she started crying. So oh it's very emotional. Jesus. Very Hard emotional. to know
2: if anyone was enjoying themselves. <laughs>
5: At yeah. any stage, and that's, only, and that's only on a Saturday. Given the emotional levels of Sunday on this stage, <laughs> Come down
2: to other voices, it could be tears your eyes all day. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, 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 feeling quite emotional myself. So because I saw Any or last night, and they were appalling. So really, they, they were so bad, and everyone's like, "Oh, it was really good." Pharrell's back on form, and I was like, "No, this is absolute garbage." And really, he was like, he at one stage he goes. Hey, you know, give it up if you remember any and there was like crickets. There was like no sound whatsoever.
2: Oh, I do that with Fight Like Ace all the time. It's really, 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 really depressing.
3: But the Legacies gig was excellent. Well, Legacies are great. Yeah, yeah they're great. Loads they? of people fans? know
2: them. <laughs> um, it was deadly. It was so great. Yeah, yeah. Like, I kind of just ran from other voices to get stage to the stage on time, and it was like just a little bit stressful to make sure I was going to make it and everything and it was just it was amazing and a man shouted at me your mother's a great journalist and I was like that is the most bizarre heckling I've (laughs) ever even witnessed in my entire life you never thought to bring her out
5: or anything no I wish
2: I'd had her there to bring her yeah amazing
5: it's like a drive-by compliment
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah. it really is (laughs) <laughs> and in the middle of a song, I'm just completely unprofessionally like, no, no, no thank you. She is, and no, 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 yeah.
0: obviously, <laughs> most
5: of your weekend is being spent at the Other Voices stage. And I suppose there's occasionally talk that you know, like Irish acts miss out on some festival coverage or don't get the bookings that they deserve. The Other Voices stage certainly bucks that trend.
2: Well, yeah, columnist Holly Carpenter mentioned us thrice in her uh, column re. The electric picnic. What did she say? Today. I how did, got More importantly, how I did she say it? Dave got you a copy.
1: No way. thank Thanks very much. Yeah, uh, so. I really need a tabloid newspaper to, to Can take you this show to the you're wondering why I was level. late,
2: it's because I had to get to uh,
1: <laughs> Sorry, the, the, the front page headline here is Fat Freddy's Cocaine-Fueled Bloodlust. Um, I'm not sure Look. it's Electric Picnic related. I don't, I don't think, think
5: that's Electric Picnic related now. Uh,
1: hang on, Holly's pick of the picnic is on pages anyway, eight and nine.
2: it's all about it's damp, not dampening reveler spirits now. and everything. No, it's uh, spoilers. Revelers
3: were mentioned, Really?
2: Okay, oh, great. big time. reveling. Reveling was had. Sorry, but... The other voices coverage that we get is absolutely incredible, yeah. and I have nothing to do with the booking of the stage. Um, it also has an incredible
3: sound. I really noticed a lot yesterday. Oh, Everything just sounds really crystal clear and perfect. And yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing.
2: Really well. I, I'm so proud of it. Like, and I can't take credit for. Like I said, I don't. I'm not involved in the bookings of it. But like yesterday, um, the lineup was just amazing. Like, and I actually I have to say, I don't even. I'm not familiar with some of the acts that get booked. I get to just hear new music and. Um, amazing stuff all weekend. It's of a joke. That's pretty job, much the like. point
5: of getting that festival platform, isn't it? Because nobody truly knows every act on a bill. You are going to stumble across new things. So it's actually mm. just having that opportunity to find that audience.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, like even having having Sigrid come in and kind of see what we see in how special it is. You know, she's playing amazing stuff. She did like the Nobel Peace Prize gig recently. I didn't know that was a gig. That's amazing. That's a that's a gig and a half. It's probably
5: Scandinavian's book that easy, you
2: see. <laughs> if I had a infectious. word
5: with the missus, I'd be on it next year. <laughs> do you want? Do you fancy it? No encore live at the Nobel Peace Prize? I'm honestly quite
1: distracted. You shouldn't have given me this newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> like, So I, I'm just going to read the first few paragraphs of this review. Oh uh, my
2: God, I'm so sorry. Mu- terrible.
1: Music lovers at the Electric Picnic Festival yesterday swapped wellies and ponchos for hot pants and sunglasses as the blistering sunshine took centre stage. Around 50,000 revelers Ding. <laughs> wow. are in... Enjoying the last of the summer festivities uh, in County Leash. Fears of rain and mud baths were replaced with sunburn worries as festival goers stripped off for day two of the event. Spirits
5: it's, remained yeah. undampened. I
1: tell you, and there's also a section here where it says that uh, a <laughs> model, model Holly Carpenter showed off her new boyfriend. <laughs> Uh, I don't know but on a Uh, plinth she was one of the many stars of the festival it's a curious use of the word star but that's fine Um, a source said that she was seen enjoying her time with her new man I'm going to put this away now uh, I really thought he might read that in his own
2: time I will (laughs)
1: definitely get into trouble and um, yeah so please don't sue us we're an independent show Um, but yeah how was your weekend man because there was no TV coverage this year
5: yeah I I watched a full day of test cricket yesterday (laughs) it's been pretty slow I'm not going to It's been fresh. And who are you planning to go see this evening? This evening, well, I think the Blaze are going to be a standout for. All of us? That's the reason I'm here, okay?
1: Yeah, The Blaze like, is definitely my... That's the reason. Not edit. the podcast. Yeah.
5: yeah. The Blaze.
2: <laughs> are they going to be doing loads of visual stuff? Because how are, are we just f- going to close our eyes and picture that video? <laughs> as
5: far as I know, they kind of take clips from like old films mm-hmm. and things that have inspired them and so on and so forth. They have so. two
3: giant screens on stage on either side of them, and then they face each other kind of thing with a whole oh pile of gear. So, so it's going to be big moments, I think. Territory yeah. has been my track of the last two yeah, years. Yeah, I little.
1: played it on repeat for about 45 minutes yesterday because I can't get over it. But uh, <laughs> it's been a very... It's been a, it's been a fraught week. I would say I've been very busy. I managed to uh, get out of interviewing a certain uh, a thigh, a thigh <laughs> sensation. You're who,
2: making me so nervous. <laughs> I, I actually can't
1: believe I, I that pulled thing. some strings to have to not interview a great Irish band who definitely should be headlining this festival. Dohi, can you please say something? So I just you're definitely talk about a picture of this. Are you? That's who it is. Yeah, good. I mean, like, like fair play. I mean, like, we need songs about holding your girlfriend's hair back while she gets sick. I mean, like we need. <laughs> real music like that are they uh, uh, anyone who's pictures? I, I, I apologise but you know what can you do um, but no it's been good Cullum I mean I, I was very nervous about coming back I've seen lots of good things Kendrick Lamar was only okay and uh, Versatile Versatile stole the show Absolutely, on, on yeah. Friday
5: night so. a lot of people have said that I mean just uh, like from pure visuals a lot of people are going to think that's a novelty
3: well, this is the thing. Like, I, I, mean, I remember Blind Boy and the Robert Bonnets were always talking about how this idea that like, if you have like, a, a comedic aspect to your music, sometimes it just completely throws everybody for a loop and like nobody ends up covering you. But Jesus, Versatile, filled out the electric arena from absolutely the most full I've seen it all, all week. Every single person there was having the best time and it was definitely the best... Irish hip hop show that I've seen. Even like ever. even
1: getting out of the tent was quite difficult, but I, I high fived a child on his dad's shoulders <laughs> on the way in, and it was a really nice moment for me, and uh, I presume for the child as well. So as well, yeah. I know yeah. he Holy was shit, going to even in. run an encore. Like, high me. It, it was Best a literal of... passing of the torch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is the Kendrick thing a bit weird because because he doesn't have big radio tunes, so he attracts this. Enor- and I, I'm a huge fan. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but isn't it like he this plays his his the the you're talking about well I was just talking about you saying that Kendrick, Kendrick. is um, oh, sorry, Kendrick. Very, yeah. that Kendrick was okay but is it really his I, I, stage I think we
3: were kind of spoiled yeah because when we went to the three arena this year it was the, mm. the best tape up show I've yeah ever that was seen. amazing
1: I mean like, like it's a festival so like it's often like a friendly match or something it's like an exhibition and it was grand like he didn't phone it in he did a really good job but it was a bit it was the exact same show that he did in an arena You know, like with no changes and all the pauses and all the kind of cinematic elements, and it was fine. Um, I thought the the, the
3: weather kind of also affects a show like that. It did. I liked the rain though.
1: It started raining. I thought that was a really nice moment. But he's also (laughs)
5: he's he's also not one to go for those kind of like you know extreme showpiece sort of moments that a main stage demands. I mean, like when it's his call, when he's just uh, gigging solo, it really is solo. He's the only one on stage. There's a fairly sparse light setup, yeah. so you know to take it to a main stage is obviously going to be quite in a shift. In the
3: arena, that came across amazingly because it was just like, "Get the fuck everyone off the stage." This is Kendrick Lamar, he's a fucking star, like, and that's about it. Have you, you seen
2: know? his merch. Oh yeah, you were talking about the merch yesterday. Yeah. I'm not. I'm still not over it. They're like I don't Nas- know if NASCAR I'm being. I don't know if someone's doing a joke <laughs> on me. It's like. It's like a, a, big, uh, a big motor car. Oh, uh, my motor God. car? <laughs> it's a long week. Long, use, your, long week. You,
1: use your words, Mary. You, you got this. Come
2: on. A motorized vehicle that you do professionally racing in it. You'd get into Like a it. NASCAR, exactly jacket. NASCAR jacket. Exactly correct. Piloting yeah. an auto exactly. gyro. Go on. It's... Anyway, maybe I am... Um, be, maybe someone's doing a joke on me.
3: The only merch that really matters this week is the Dua Lipa's merch. That's, yeah, to be fair, like to you say. dropped, what, 25 quid on this? 25 quid for this t-shirt, yeah. It's yeah, really yeah. good. Are you gonna it's gonna... just the most obnoxious t-shirt of an actor could It's so act like a fine, <laughs> well, wanna... An entire head for the entire thing. It's great.
5: <laughs> I want to ask briefly, because, I mean, we mentioned Seagrid, we mentioned Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. It's one of those kind of, like, constant things when we talk about music festivals, particularly those that have made their name, perhaps, you know, with kind of, like, you know, indie bands or whatever, is, like, you know, does pop have a place? At festivals like this yeah. It seems from yesterday The answer is a definite yes
3: 100% I mean with the Julie Lipa show yesterday It was really noticeable That like this really sleek pop production Was the best thing that I saw In the festival And the best thing on the main stage Because it was just so strong So loud So perfectly sounding And like she's a star So it was like absolutely incredible to see You know,
1: Also we're known that uh, Dermot Kennedy was very good In the electric arena mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, it's it that thing incredible. of like you know His fans are They sing the songs as loud as he does But he's got that weird Fascinating disconnect Where like He doesn't say a lot of things on stage and then occasionally he might go. Oh, this song was written about a time in my life when. And then someone in the crowd is like, "I fucking love you, Dermot. Play another song. <laughs> it's like, just play the show, it's <laughs> Like they don't want to. They don't want to hear like him. <laughs> they just want their songs because they're like, "This is my breakup song." Yeah. No, it's my breakup. Totally. song. Totally. And everybody knew oh God, every yeah. single word. It
2: was incredible. Really, we really. We were amazing. talking about that yesterday because uh, Dermot also came to Other Voices afterwards <laughs> and played a show for us there. Um, but we were talking about it afterwards, where it's a really bizarre th- transition that happens when you go from kind of being relatively unknown. To that jump up to mm-hmm. those sold out academy kind of level tours, where you don't y- y- people stop being super grateful and they kind of start getting a bit incredibly demanding, right? You know, so like that type of thing. Dermot says like six words. It's like ah okay, glory. You know, it's like <laughs> what's, what's he talking? For? You know what I mean? It's a crazy. I mean, it's I mean, a really weird thing.
5: We discussed it a couple of months ago, and I said that one of the things is yeah, because his rise was really rather quick. Few people actually got to know him as a person, right? They yeah, just got really to true. know as tunes so landing true, on yeah. playlists and so. You know, without being too blunt about it, a lot of people really don't care who he
1: is. Which is, but it's so strange because he connects on like a, this w- wounded emotional
3: level to mm. people, and he's an interesting guy. But I also shout out to the best drummer at Electro Picnic, probably the best drummer in the country. There's a guy called Mihal Queen who's also the drummer for uh, Melty Brains as well.
2: He does three live videos a day on his Instagram That's if you right. want to yeah, follow yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've to go. Okay.
3: okay, you got it right. Uh, are are <laughs> you?
2: Got got off to a I could <laughs> leave. Please. Bye. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Thanks, <laughs> guys. See you later in other voices, okay bye.
1: <laughs> bye, bye, bye bye, bye. It's probably a good time to segue into the news. Yeah, the news that we that we haven't read about. <laughs> <he> but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> Thanks, yep. for the, thanks for the newspaper. Um, <laughs> Cullum is going to talk about some music news, and we're going to react to it as if, as if finding it out in real time. Is so. <laughs>
5: well, that how it's going to be? I yeah. read it
1: once. Am I, am been I, here. I, I've I... been on site since fucking midday on Friday, okay? <laughs> some of us actually came to the festival. <laughs> I've, done the,
5: I've done these festivals before. I know how it goes. <laughs> uh, okay, so first of all, we go back to a story that we've covered before, and Lauren Hill, who is about to go out on her comeback tour, uh, hitting Dublin in a couple of months' time, actually. Yes, but uh, she is in the news because she has kind of finally broken her silence uh, after a particular interview with Robert Glasper, musician who was involved in the album, but more to the point, I suppose, with accusations that have flown around for about 20 years regarding uh, the Miseducation album, where basically she's been accused of stealing music, she was accused of mistreating band members, She it was part of a legal action for a while, and basically she's come back pretty much denying nothing, but justifying everything, and maybe saying, you know, is there a reason why she's being picked on yeah, yeah. for offences that it seems like a lot of people are guilty of themselves?
3: And um, Was this an interview as well that she did recently? No, or? she
5: wrote on Medium. Oh, oh right. Okay. So it was
3: like a self-written piece. In yeah, it.
5: and what's more, like she bullet-pointed it. Just went through bit by bit saying like, you know... Addressing each of the issues. Yeah, right. pretty much. And just saying that, you know, she was a solo artist due to complete control of her debut album. She Which is was very rare. Yeah, she was a young black woman who wanted to be treated with respect and so insisted on being called Miss by everybody involved in it. Again, she has her reasons there. She doesn't deny the fact that she kind of like you know stole music or used music that were brought up by other people, but again, that's not unheard of in this industry. Yeah, all art is theft, mate. Yeah, but so basically, I suppose, why 20 years on are we still talking about it?
1: It's interesting because obviously, like, one of the only decent tracks on the recent Drake Marathon record that he brought out has a fairly prominent Lauren Hill sample. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I don't think she gets any credit for it. They're like, oh, Drake's done it again. <laughs> and it's like, well, no. He hasn't. She did it 20 years ago and it was a lot better. Uh, no, she's a, she's a cool artist. I want to go to that gig.
5: Yeah, that it gig is going to be amazing, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that kind of what happened afterwards, you know, when she had like that MTV Unplugged gig or whatever it was called, and she just like played a whole new batch of songs that nobody knew. Like, she didn't seem willing to play the game. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately, I think the industry just absolutely shut her out.
1: Someone who hasn't been shut out of the industry, tragically, is, of course, Edward Sheeran. Isn't that right? What's (laughs) what's he up to this week, Cullum? Ed Sheeran (laughs)
5: says he wants to get experimental. ed experimental, if you will. Um, I won't. I definitely won't. (laughs) Before He Shot to Fame is... he just before that was with like Wiley and JME and Sway and guys like that and he says it's the best thing he's ever done and he wants to do it again a kind of a palate cleanser before his next album. Would you be in any way interested in that Dave Hanratty?
1: I have to be because it's my job but
5: uh, <laughs> yeah I don't would know. You, would you have genuine interest or just feign it Dave Hanratty? Uh, yeah it sounds great Cullum. <laughs> Is that what you want me to say? No. <laughs> would, you, would you care? No. <laughs> to, to be honest
3: I'd way prefer that than this thing where he's taking a whole of Irish stuff and basically running it into the ground feeding it
1: back to us yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. Like- yeah
3: no i want to talk I suppose yeah. no I was
1: going to say I mean like to be fair you raise an interesting point I, as someone who is uh, and I quote inspired by the west of Ireland I mean do you feel like your territory has been impinged upon well the or? problem
3: the problem is is that you have to be so so careful with using any type of Irish music or any type of Irish culture and stuff because you're just like one step away from getting super super cheesy like you can end up being like a Cotton Eye Joe if you're not careful you know what I mean and I think Galway Girl was a pretty terrible song in my opinion yeah
1: but at, at, really at least shots at fired <laughs> by prominent <laughs> Irish music <laughs> artists die I know at that's at hard th- to hear but at Goop, guys someone going right it now, yeah but at please. least
5: you're embedded within Irish culture like he's taking it from the outside and yeah, then well, like putting me, it through can a can process and, and feeding it back exactly when we way. did that with cattle we got bse <laughs> Cullum, he
1: has red hair okay like it's fine he can do whatever he wants it's irish and all I think he's Irish enough. I don't know. I mean, like Ed Sheeran is ultimately like it's not dissimilar to Drake in that like it's this entity that you can't control. It's a vortex of bland, and it's just it's there. Like it's for you or it's not for you. Yeah,
5: but that's where that's uh, that's where I think it gets somewhat interesting if he's actually going to try to like team up with collaborators and stuff like that. Especially when you consider how much hotter that London scene is now than it was sort of like seven years ago.
3: Has he mentioned anyone that he actually wants to work with? No,
5: not by name. You can only Uh, presume Stormzy is at the top of the list because there are marketers (laughs) keeling over. With excitement over his storms, I would year rather see him up. collaborate
1: with like Death Grips or something. <laughs> I mean, like, like why don't we just like really challenge him? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've written four of this three or four of the same album at this stage, and like you know, everyone loves playing it at their fucking weddings. But like, can we just get him to do something a bit different? Like, for example,
5: films. Yeah, he's in a film now as well. Uh, he's playing himself, so quite the leap. Um, he did the same in Game of Thrones right he played himself but yeah. just in the, the medieval version yeah, of Ed Sheeran yeah. Yeah. well to be fair they tried to make him into a character and no one bought it they were just like not oh not Ed Sheeran sitting beneath that tree he, he turned around the
1: song he turned everything. around and the camera was like whoop and it was just like <laughs> once I had like a neon sign was like, hey kids it's Ed Sheeran and then like it's Game of Thrones so you assume well obviously he's going to get brutally murdered nope
5: yeah, I always spoiler alert. I always wanted him to murder Harry yeah. Stark right there and just see the internet explode. So yeah, spoiler that's for weird. something that
1: didn't happen. Pretty much, <laughs> very <yeah>. impressive. Well, <laughs> like... she,
5: she didn't get murdered by a cheering lads. That's yeah. what yeah. I was spoiler getting to at. Spoiler your fan fiction. To so he's release, in. Like... He's in this new movie, and it's like Yeah, what? directed yeah. by Danny Boyle actually, and it is about uh, this guy who wakes up and realizes he's the only person on earth who remembers the Beatles. And so, therefore, obviously Bill's a music career on the back of that. It's a plot that would be completely lost on Dave, who doesn't believe the Beatles are any good. Now, hang on a
1: second, right? This has become there was a Facebook page at one point which was called Dave Hanretty hates the Beatles, and it was a bit much. It was a bit unfair. It was character assassination, if you ask me. But ultimately, <laughs> uh, I just don't get the Beatles. I think that there's this weird thing, you even don't in 2018. Get the Beatles? Like, what no, the f- but don't, see, like you're doing it now. It's like the most <laughs> taboo thing you can ever say. I'm like, I just don't think they're that great, man. And you're like,
3: what? Like. Fuck you off. must be able to get the Beatles, though. You must understand why. No, no, I totally understand standards.
1: what I'm hearing, but it's just pretty not great, isn't it, okay. man? Yeah. But um, ultimately, yeah. But of course, in this uh, dystopian scenario it would be me I'd be the only person who could remember the Beatles and then <laughs> would I, you cash in on it oh like, I, like what back to the future 2 style and just precisely
5: re- I assume that that's exactly what this is
1: uh, I mean like how easy are these song- well yeah it's Beatles songs so they're fairly easy to map onto I suppose um, like I'm a drummer so I could probably yeah. do Ringo's beats fairly standard <laughs> yeah why For not fucking
3: Ringo I changed like. the name though yeah, that's like, that's a great drumbeat. If only there was more pieces of the puzzle that we could make. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. This called Yellow Submarine. Like, wait, know. wait, wait. So can
1: I save John Lennon's life? Like, is that <laughs> yeah, like, probably. no, 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 but no, no. Like, the Beatles aren't there. He's been shot dead. Yeah. Okay, right. It's here. just you. You're the only person. Spoiler alert for John Lennon's life there, sorry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, uh, this film sounds horrendous. Yeah, it doesn't sound very good at all. <laughs> I'm going to
5: go. What's it called? Uh, it's Untitled but Thus Far, I believe.
1: Untitled Ed Sheeran Project.
5: Yeah, <laughs> Danny Boyle directing,
1: so. Uh, well, he's free now because he's left the Bond franchise yeah. due to creative differences. He's usually alright, though. He makes He's an erratic filmmaker in a decent way. This isn't a film podcast, so <laughs> we, we should, should probably move on. move on to the next story. It's
5: not a parenting podcast either, but I was relieved to see uh, the young children that had been in this tent being taken out earlier, because uh, it's usually not suitable for younger ears. Um, but it's still not as bad as a Texas couple who this week were arrested for travelling a thousand miles to a Godflesh concert and leaving their eleven-year-old daughter to look after herself at home. Don't see anything Jesus. wrong with that,
1: man. Godflesh are an underrated bands.
5: So. Um, my, my boys, obviously. <laughs>
1: Why would you
3: just bring the eleven-year-old with them? Like,
1: what's the story there? Like, uh, I, uh, ticket restrictions? Like, I don't know. Like this, have you seen the security coming in here today? There's an amazing moment when I walked in and like they were checking the wristbands, and there was a guy uh, in front of us, and he was standing there, and the security guard was like, uh, "Let me see that wristband, mate." Gets it right and just goes are you fucking kidding me <laughs> and then the guy just starts panicking like sweat like pouring down his face and he goes oh I took it off on Friday and I, I just put it back on and then your man just goes thunk and it rips it in two Whoa. and then says back of the line <laughs> Like, hang on! You've just taken his his fake wow. wristband away. Back of the line. Yeah, altogether one queue up again. Like yeah, for, he's going to you know, come back up again for humiliation. Like, like. Is he going to start stitching it as he sits there. <laughs> like, should have taken that class, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, the security have been very nice. If anyone's here, so thanks very yeah, much. Lovely, and uh, yeah. you know, like, n- uh, no one here is trying to sneak into the festival. You've got eleven people in your in your entourage <laughs> this weekend.
3: <laughs> like, I have. Yeah, instead of like the one person who usually comes in, I've a full live band playing tonight. So we had to get like a touring party with like guys and lights and everything so i have a touring party of 11. Oh, he's on at touring 3 a.m party. by the way 3 a.m
1: in body and soul
3: 245
1: okay i'm sorry uh you also missed have that, a... that hour barely matters mate it's, it's all the same you, you also don't have Press a... 15 minutes you, you have definitely. a two hour set on the logic stage as well in the middle of the evening so but i mean yeah. like so I, like l- let's just be honest how much drugs do you need to take <laughs> in order to get through the rest of this evening
3: i'm just high on life man you know i'm just really <laughs> high on life. Just really high and think going like, to get down on life
5: Somewhere around 1am That's the issue <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know it's grand Lots of coffee I'll be okay uh, It's Yeah I mean like, I got some sleep last night So that I would be okay Until this evening But uh, You're a
1: professional I like I'm a professional it. Exactly. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: it'll be alright Have to it'll go okay. hard
1: until 7am On Friday night I think it'll it? be
3: good It's like usually <laughs> If you're playing like a kind of This live band show Is very kind of new So it's, I'm very very kind of Weirdly nervous about it and stuff But playing that two hours before Will kind of warm me up Into playing So I think it'll be okay I think it'll be good fun
1: Alright good answer. Uh, not incriminating, though. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> are the parents going to get incriminated,
5: though? That's the question. They probably should. Yes, they most certainly will be. Although, to be fair, like, if they'd been seeing, I don't know, like, Elton John or Kenny Rogers rather than Godflesh, I think they'd probably get an easier deal for the media.
1: How like, many Godflesh songs can you name, man? They're not as
5: bad as you might think. I had a okay? listen. I mean, they're pretty bad. I, I mean, but <laughs> like, you know I'm they're not... No, they're not. They're good. You know I'm not exactly like, Mr. Metal at the best at times. They're time not even stage. metal. What, like... They're kind of industrial. I feel like we're getting off the point. Here. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. uh, r- kind of related to metal uh, because we have a fascination with bands' own drinks on this podcast. Uh, Metallica have brought out their own whiskey. It's called Blackened. I'm devastated because I feel that there are so many more naming possibilities that they could explore. Whiskey here. in
1: the jar being right there. <laughs> I mean, like it's right there. You've already like ripped it off once. You can't use whiskey Just- in the jar though. But they already did. Well, that would be, yeah, that would be an easy one. I was thinking, like, distill all <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you continue with this, how much of your weekend has
5: been spent into what we're about to hear? <laughs> Not much. About five minutes, to be honest. Right, I have okay, a decent okay, okay. knowledge from Go on, years. rock that mic. I've only got five. There's distill all the blend of the line, of Wolf and Dram. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. The malt of Cthulhu. <laughs> that one, that's my one. That's, yeah, yeah, that's the, one. That, that's and, the and one. And Rye of the Beholder. So, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Either way, they've gone with blackened. Boring. (laughs) The malt of like, Have we seen the bottle or anything yet? Is it like. Yeah, well, apparently they've been involved in every step die from the original <laughs> conception to what it's exactly going to taste like. Yeah, we just need to find out a way to illegally
3: download whiskey and then like, it's going to be game over.
1: Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait a second. As someone who has seen uh, the phenomenal documentary Some Kind of Monster about 15 times, James Edfield's had a lot of alcohol troubles. What
5: is he doing? <laughs> I this mean, is a true, bad idea. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think he's just thinking of money, Dave, which is very unlike Metallica. <laughs> What are you talking about, man? Well, they've also brought out a new line of watches, (laughs) so you can look at your Metallica watch while you enjoy their whiskey. I'd rather not do any of those things. While that time away. Okay, (laughs) can I watch some kind of monster? (laughs) (laughs) Always a good way to kill time. Uh, uh, Just a really weird story from the week. Michael Jackson, it's come out that he probably didn't sing on his posthumous album, to which some people are going to go, well, yeah, (laughs) obviously, mate. (laughs) But basically, they brought in a Michael Jackson impersonator for three different tracks. No way. Yeah, so like it's subject to this court case that Sony have managed to kind of weasel their way out of by saying like, well, how were we to know? They did no, no. They did a Jeremy
1: Corbyn. They said I was present but not
5: involved. Yeah, but, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. They said like, look, we could only guarantee this as far as we were told that it was Michael Jackson, which is like that's. That's uh, a bit of a cop-out, isn't it? Especially when you consider, like, they put up, like, a world record-breaking poster, the largest poster of all time promoting this album. Didn't check if it was him. <laughs> I'm outraged, Cullum. You have to give credit to the impersonator, though. Can you imagine how much he was bricking it in studio yeah, when he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hmm, what'd you say this is far, Sorry. Like, it's like, an actual it a, album, not, not a tribute.
3: And is there, is there a difference between, like, is there a voice impersonator and, like, a dude that looks like him? Or do you have to no, have it, No, it,
5: it was just voice impersonator, I think. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. He
3: probably doesn't get that much jobs then, like, maybe radio jobs every so often.
5: I guess so, yeah. And and singing on a number one album <laughs> on this occasion. <laughs> okay, uh, is it time to listen to some tunes, is
1: it? Yeah, yeah we is. can move to some tunes if you want. All right, okay. We're going to play short snippets of new songs. And when I say new, they're probably about a week and a half old at this stage, really, but it's fine, it's a festival. <laughs> not that like, it's bad. a festival. First up, let's have a listen to what Fallout Boys sound like in 2018, shall we? Yeah, there's some angst for you of a Sunday morning. And, uh, we reviewed the last Fall Out Boy album we on this did. very video. show. Fuck, did we? Uh, hang on a second. Also, there are children present probably still, so let's, <laughs> Damn watch. It, did let's we? watch the language. Uh, for anyone joining us right now, we are No Encore. It's a podcast that comes out every Friday. I never say that at live shows, so That's I'm doing call. it now. That's a good call. That's I'm good doing call. it now, the midpoint of the show. Um, yes, so we reviewed Fall Out Boy's album, Mania. I, I was present as well. You I gave it a good. whopping 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10. You I hated really it. didn't like it, yeah. Is this better? Do
3: you, do you like this? I genuinely think it is actually better. Wow, yeah. there you go. It, this is like a. There was a 2008 demo of this track uh, that was like a kind of a demo that was up on YouTube for a very long time. So this is actually like a properly recorded version of it, and I think that might be why I like it because it's almost like piece by piece exactly the same as the 2008 demo. Yeah. So it was when they were at the height of their powers, I guess. You know. It's pretty
5: much straight from like Felliotu, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh my god, this is just 2008 all over again." And it's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> It's a good tune It's I, grand yeah, I, it's pretty I, I,
1: I, I find myself in the strange position of being a bit of a Fall Out Boy apologist uh, which is a <laughs> sentence I never thought I would say out loud but here we are Especially done um, in 2018 uh, And in front of a crowd no less I mean like, what, what are you going to do it's confession time with Dave um, But yeah I feel like Fall Out Boy are underrated in a strange way For a massive band I think they're actually quite really good at, at, at the old pop songwriting But they're they falling a lot, off a cliff They get a lot of stick you know and they're, and, and they're fairly okay One gentleman is leaving because I guess he hates Fall Out Boy <laughs> that's, that's totally fine <laughs> sir No problem um, But ultimately, this is, this is streets ahead of that that new album like I think it's way way. Better. yeah it's good yeah. it's fun
5: I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to call it vital no no
4: it's not vital <laughs> it's just it
5: as vital as any song named after like a prevailing midwestern weather pattern could be that's true that's true <laughs> fairness, like that is a pretty difficult concept to get down to a three minute pop song okay. and they did their job uh, one band who
1: I think we can all agree are definitely uh, on the wane is uh, is Muse It's just upsetting. It's just really, really upsetting. I mean, like, I used to be a big Muse fan back in the day. I may I may have bought some merchandise, may have seen a couple of gigs that were very good, and now I'm... I'm just sad, like I, I just don't know what's happened. And so, they, so this
3: is from a new album, right? That's coming.
1: It's me. complicated. They were doing this thing where they are releasing singles, and then they were like, they, like actually, kind of what you're doing. You're uh, you're releasing a couple of tracks here and yeah, there. This is exactly what doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like in, in many ways, the career operatic
5: of, space rock extraordinaire.
3: <laughs> dogger, don't spoil right.
1: it, man. Don't spoil it. It's coming. So I've heard the tracks. They're they're ambitious.
3: Yeah, yeah. I have an operatic voice. All right, you I'm do. I love it. it. Yeah. But no, um, Muse have. I mean, they
1: long disappeared up their own arse. I mean, like like it's. (laughs) very much a case of like they do this kind of deliberate, like, oh, we're in on the joke, but they're so behind the curve. Like, even the artwork for this album, which is coming out in September or November, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like called a drive, a, it's called Drive, like, it's called, yeah, it's like, like Drive, like Neon Kavinsky style yeah, stuff, yeah, which yeah. was uh, like a little bit old hat when it arrived in like yeah, yeah, 2011. Yeah. I looked at the, the, you guys seen Drive? <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: what the fuck? I looked at the, uh, where the album's about to release, and there's like three different versions of the album there's like the normal version, the deluxe version, and then there's like a super deluxe version that's like a two disc thing, and the other disc is. Is the same album, but in like obviously different versions of the song, but they call them alternate reality versions. Mm, of course, they of course do. Course they yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Like, I hope they're like folk versions yeah, of the you same thing You think Muse
1: can't go that one step higher on the pretension ladder, and then they do it because they had drones. Uh, complete with artwork of a, a man holding a joystick, but the joystick is connected to another human being. <laughs> oh, edgy! I mean, um,
5: they will uh, still pack out stadiums, though, right? Of, of course, course. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's the see, gimmick, yeah, yeah. But you see, and that's exactly it. They've kind of got to the point where they're very consciously making the sort of music that their status would demand. Yeah. Like they're making this like supersized stadium rock. Mm-hmm. The problem is that it sounds like they photos sh- are like um, focus grouped uh, a group of eight year olds. Right, to right, find right. out what the biggest band in the world should sound like. And it's like, the music should sound like it comes from a spaceship. <laughs> okay, grand, yeah. We, we can do that. That was a disturbing impression
1: right there. <laughs> like, no, no, it's more like they just like uh, watched a bunch of David Icke videos and were like, this this guy is telling it like it yeah,
5: is. Although, like, let's be fair. If they ended up on the main stage here next year, right, with their full light show fucking laser sound it system that makes it sound like every kick drum is like a punch in the chest. Yeah. You'd be like, oh yeah, I can see how this music works. When did this happen? Did you join Muse's like marketing team? No. What I was going to say though is no, listening to the song sucks because it's <laughs> stripped of all of that context. It's a bit yeah, like, yeah. you know, when somebody takes a laugh track out of a sitcom and you realise how awkward and absurd the whole thing is. Well, it's a bit like that. Stripped of the light show, stripped of like the giant sound system, the energy of tens of thousands of people. You're just like, this is
3: nonsense. I agree. I, th- I think this song would actually work in a big stadium thing. It'll be good. A, a good addition to the live show, basically, is how it's... Yeah. Well,
1: this is upsetting. Um, <laughs> I can't, can't wait to... Dave. I'm looking forward to putting the laugh track on this episode, though. It's going to be <laughs> fucking awesome. But first, Liam Payne. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. uh, want to be friends? You try, it, yeah. you try it. I'm never on silent. Yeah. I always pick up on the first time. I've been hoping you would check on me. I I'll can't stop thinking about on the first time. Ooh,
4: yeah, it's like you put a spell on me. Oh no no no.
2: Ooh, I yeah. oh, no, no. Ooh, yeah, it's like you put
1: a spell on me. Liam Payne, assisted by French Montana, as he continues
5: his assault on the charts and on assault our senses. Assault is fucking right, isn't <laughs> it? It's, mind you, it's not an assault on the charts. None of the songs yeah, from this. this new EP made the top 100 this week. Yeah, this week the like, top
3: 40 or anything. That's, that's really worrying for somebody who's like, supposed to be quite a large kind of up-and-coming pop star, right? It's like, it's like a big issue. Yeah. Um, is he, though? Yeah,
5: definitely. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It, well, like I mean, it's I remember one yeah. direction. This has to be the first time that one of those guys has failed to chart completely, right? Louis Tomlinson was always the uh, the punching bag. Yeah, but he's of, of just one landed direction, on really. X Factor last night. Did he? He's a new judge on it. Did you watch X Factor last no, night? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> While I was in a field. I mean, sorry, uh, my employees. Yes, I did.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just, like... I, I I don't I don't know who Liam Payne is.
3: Right, yeah, yeah. He's got
1: yeah. lots of tattoos, and he, he was history, married yeah. to Cheryl Cole, was yeah, he? Yeah,
3: there's, there's not a huge amount of, like, a very, like, standout voice thing. And I, I think you can yeah. say the same about the song as well. I mean, it is a good pop tune. Like, it does sound oh, like a good pop say. tune. Like, like I thing, think it's
5: actually fine as yeah, a pop tune. Yeah, I
3: agree. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just maybe that, like, you need... You can't just have a good pop tune. You need something to play with it, or you need like a character. You need to start understanding who your pop star is and like where it comes from. Yeah, but
5: like of, of all the people, surely a guy who was just like a tabloid mainstay for five years while as part of One Direction and stuff like he should be ahead of the game in that regard, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, you would think even just from from that history, you would be able to get into top forty just because you have this legions of fans coming. Yeah, to one to Yeah,
1: Cheryl's the other. ex has released a tune. Like, yeah. That's that's the headline is it in like <laughs> in the in the tabloid newspaper that I've thrown away
5: Revelers enjoyed a tune from Cheryl's X. Yeah. Revelers
1: did not enjoy that tune He's I think, 20, as as he's, 20 he's
5: 25 so he might be able to get away with he's it. He's fine, like, just pull it back. Getting
1: to like investment banking or something Liam. Leave the music behind. <laughs> oh, Up next though uh, as Dahi will now give us a song exploder on pop music itself. It's Neo. Maybe you'll find
4: Go.
3: Uh, Neo, she's she's really really good. Uh, she had this um, album out in 2016, which is a track called uh, "Bad Blood," which I, I had a look at it this morning. It actually has like 30 million listens now on, on Spotify, and that track is incredible. This one, it's kind of funny. Like the best thing about Bad Blood and a lot of those tracks in 2016 from that album was that she has this like pronunciation that comes across really like um, uniquely. I guess you can you can like you can hear any track and like know that it's her. If you know what I mean. Um, I think this probably doesn't have that as strong if you know what i mean so it's it's a little bit of a kind of a drop down from from the last stuff as well as that the the first the 2016 album was incredibly produced like really really interesting ideas the whole way through again this one's a, just a tiny bit more samey than than that you know which is disappointing i loved it i
5: must say i like i like her voice i think it's a great voice like yeah, yeah i think like you know she's doing interesting things with the track i think sir yeah is a brilliant foil here he's like a top dog in house guy and um yeah yeah he really suits
3: her in this. Her artwork and stuff and everything she does around that side as well. The package is like really fucking amazing as well. It's really, really Yeah, good. no, I'm down with this. I liked it a lot.
1: Didn't have a lot of time to listen to it, but I liked what I heard. So uh, that will take <laughs> us to nice. the last song in Songs of the Week by Soleil, who plays Body and Soul tonight at 10.45pm and I would recommend going to see her. from I'm
4: I'm your Pushing you away, but you keep coming my way. Don't hold your breath. Hold your breath. Don't hold your breath. Hold your breath.
1: A song so good, we probably should have just left the stage to it, I feel. Uh, big <laughs> fan of Soleil, rising artist. It uh, just seems to get better and better for me. She's been very successful so far, racking up the plays on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Had the chance to interview her a while ago. She's really cool, down-to-earth, uh, sound, bell and gal. Yeah. And I would anticipate that tonight will be uh, a fairly good lead-in
3: for you, Dahi and Body and Soul. Yeah, she's just, she's playing tonight in Body and Soul as well. Um, the producers of this is Diffusion Lab, who are these guys who are in Dublin, who to me are the best pop producers in the country. They're doing incredible things. Um, Soleil is one of my favorite pop artists in the country by a million miles. I think like last year with stuff like Troublemaker and everything, she comes across with this incredible personality. She's like a force of nature. Like you can really understand as we were talking about the last one as well. Like you can kind of like you feel like you know Soleil more than anything else. You know, I don't know if this comes true as strongly on this track. Um, so it's not. It wouldn't be my. Favorite one because I listened to Troublemaker a million times last year. So yeah,
1: it's a late summer jam, type thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I wonder, like you know, Cullum you've been very critical about seasonal affective disorder when it comes to music. So this is coming in <laughs> like it's technically. I hate to break it to you guys, summer's over. Like I mean, I know we're here Boo, today. No, we're way. all looking grey. We're all feeling awesome, but summer's over, guys. It's been <laughs> over for like a month. Uh, but how are you going to feel about this as the winter nights take hold? You made Cull? me
5: hate September. I um, love September. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, like I agree with Dahi that there's less of Sole in this mm-hmm. than we're used to. Um, at the same time, like, we say it over and over on this show, there is an art to putting together a pop song that seamlessly moves from one stage to the next and ticks the boxes and so on and so forth. Like, that's a difficult thing to do. I think this song does it. I mean... I am slightly disappointed that like within about five seconds I have an idea of where it's going to go mm-hmm. and I think that's very much the case here even just the tones yeah. that are used like you know there's going to be a bit of like you know kind of an edm sort of bridge but
3: it's also like I mean in terms of this type of track there wasn't actually a huge amount of these that came out this year I mean there's that the Lipa Boom with Calvin Harris probably um, which it's is terrible, terrible.
5: It's that's a great show what are you talking about
3: rubbish like? uh, but yeah like it feels like kind of I don't know there seems to be a, almost a disclosure-shaped hole this year thought They were going to release like a. Full that's why they released like, like three tracks
1: in three days last week. <laughs> <laughs> but Shit. these kind of these kind of like <laughs> dancier
3: kind of some of jams. There might be some of them missing, um, and this is definitely one of those. You know.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, it, it hit the marks very, very well. Uh, so that's almost the show. Before we wrap up, uh, we normally talk about other stuff that we've been listening to, and I managed to listen to quite a few things, man. Uh, I got on that Blood Orange album that Cullen has been raving about. Um, I think it's very good. I find it hard to kind of step fully into it
5: because it, it really did a number on you, didn't it? Yeah, I think it's absolutely fantastic to be honest honest, yeah. My, my opinion has not changed having had more time to spend with it. Uh, I've heard the new Interpol album, which sounds exactly
1: what you'd expect an Interpol album to sound like <laughs> It in sounds like Interpol, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I mean, like, what a strange band, you know? I mean, they're going to come over and do three nights in Dublin, and they're going to be good gigs, but like, it's just... Garage Rock and Paul Banks sounds very tired. I
5: think I think their longevity in itself is now a talking point where you remember like when it used to be like, you know, oh editors, yeah, they sound a bit like Interpol, who sound a bit like Joy Division or whatever, you know, like you used to work it back. There used to be all these sound alikes And Interpol have just outlasted them all. And I think that's pretty much what they were going for here. I guess Yeah. Just, rem- just reminding everyone like we're still doing this shit we'll give them the benefit of that, and uh, Daniel
1: Kessler looks very good in his suit I must say sharp suited man <laughs> uh, what have you been listening to down uh, at the festival for the last two days uh, yeah I've,
3: I've been I've, ab- listening to absolutely nothing where I was rehearsing all week so I've barely listened to a thing um, but I am looking forward to a lot of Irish acts that are coming this evening uh, Junior Brother is playing a little later on I think um, who's incredible um, there's just been some great stuff uh, and I can't wait for the blaze it's gonna be yeah the blaze
1: game. are on tonight at half seven uh, French duo I think it's mm-hmm. their Irish debut I think it is yeah so. yeah uh, because we'll I've
3: been crying out for somebody to book them for ages now like uh, I'll be the one literally crying at that game <laughs> uh,
1: come find us at the sound desk <laughs> at and that they're game. Yeah, yeah.
5: followed by Death Grips same stage Death I believe yeah, uh, yeah. yeah no it's yeah. A, so
1: they're on right and then Johnny Logan's on in the throwback stage somewhere Weird. so I might try and get right. on for a bit of that the slow set and then Death Grips are on oh, my scene. so yeah it's uh, it's a busy Sunday, and oh, yeah. I, I want to thank everyone who came out today to spend some with us. That's very, very nice to thank see you. Thank you for coming. And uh, yeah, so my name is Dave Hanretty. This has been No encore. There will be no encore every Friday, every Friday, every Friday. Thanks. <laughs> have an awesome, uh, have an awesome picnic. Bye, 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 bye. Cheers. Thank, thank you. you. That was No Encore Live at Electric Picnic 2018. Once again, a huge thank you to everybody who was involved, from the audience to the guests to the crew to absolutely everybody. The festival hiatus is well and truly over, and I must say I had a great weekend all around. If you want to read my highlights of the weekend and some of the lowlights too, you can go to joe.ie and check that out there. I posted a few reviews over the course of the weekend. And yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm never going to go on festival hiatus again, but it was a pretty good time. And the Blaze were incredible. And that's why we'll break slightly from tradition with our exit music this week. And we will pick a non-Irish act. The Blaze were so, so great. And I'll be talking about this more on the next episode of the show. But they were so phenomenal and lived up to all the hopes and dreams that I had for them. And their incredible tearing at picnic on Sunday. And so we will close out the show this week with uh, their most recent single. It's called Faces. They played it in kind of an end credits fashion as their screens closed off together like nothing I've ever seen before at a gig. And I'm still thinking about it. I wish I could go and see it all over again and I can't wait to see them again. If you ever get the chance, you have to take it. So, this is The Blaze with Faces. My name is Dave Handready. This has been no encore. There will be no encore. And this is The Blaze.
4: What's
3: Part of the Stuff Podcast Network. Peacock is streaming your favorite shows, movies, live sports, breaking news, exclusive originals, and every live WWE pay per view. It's the office, Chrisley knows best, and Peacock original shows like Funky Brewster. Peacock, watch for free. Upgrade for more. Stream now at peacocktv.com.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.